Hello, everybody. Welcome to another installment of Show to V with Mike G, the show of life, the show of Michigan, the show of moving around because it's too damn cold in the Midwest, Austin, Texas. Today's guest, Jessica Ramirez, represents Cater Noir Importers here in the great state of Texas. She came over from the distribution side and now reps some fine brands as, hey, have you guys ever heard of Combier? Yeah, Combier, amazing orange liqueur, orange spirit, and many other fine flavored liqueurs that they make, as well as Bana's Mezcal, something I think is going to really, really emerge as a well Mezcal at 42% in a liter. I think it's going to take over Texas as well. I don't know. We'll see. You guys could disagree, and I will love it. So I hope you guys enjoy this chat with Jessica Ramirez. Uh, outside of Kalamazoo, so yeah, went to college Kalamazoo. in Kalamazoo. Yes, I went. Yeah. Do you know Western. Plymouth, Canton area? Mm, yes, yes, I do. That's My like buddies, group. like in college, we would like yeah. have house. Parties. I lived there for okay. a while. Crazy. Which is the only thing. Maybe this is the only thing anybody remembers about. Yeah. Michigan, really fucking cold. So cold. That's why I don't live there. Yeah. Okay, I remember as a little kid, my mom yeah. trying to get her car to start under like yeah. three feet of snow. Yeah. Just would wait it out every morning, yep. half an hour. And that's why you'd have like the automatic defrost. That's but in right. here in Texas, I want it for like automatic air turning on. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. They just don't do it. Even no. I don't think Benz is even do that. No, but I they should. I'm sure you could get it in though. It's just a okay. starter, and yeah. then you would just put on like the. Oh, air. I see. Okay. It's an automatic starter. Oh. But then you would have defrost like. So you have both hot and cold automated for you based on the bipolar nature. Yeah. Of Texas we weather. should we should create an app for that. Oh God! Or like so tell car people. <laughs> well, I so, could be a billionaire right now. <laughs> so that's that's what you should be pursuing. <laughs> Obviously, all the money is in tech, not yeah, booze. Apps, not booze. I'm yeah. not even wearing pants. Right I know, now. Like, I know. There's no money. In I love sending naked emails. <laughs> like I'm on the phone conference. And I'm like, yeah, work from home just know. means work you without pants. Yeah. That's all that that actually means. Yeah. Well, so what kind of so you talk about Broadway is this ultimate dream? You talk about Michigan. Right. What is Madawan? Is that right? Madawan. Madawan. Okay. Madawan. M A T T A W A N. Madawan. So it's like a Padawan kind of. Yes. That's the easiest word it's, for me. To yes. And I'm not even. Wow. Well, I'm a Star Wars. Yeah. Player, actually, with all this stuff. But what do you do? Like, what is there to do in Michigan as a kid? Were you in choir? Or were you obviously into science? Or what kind I of was into choir. I was only into science because I had a hot chemistry teacher. That's right. Um, but other than that, I mean, like it's. Uh, I I don't know, like farm country. I grew up. It is, isn't it? Agrarian yeah. kind of farm country. So I have a corn tattoo, which is because uh, I grew up in a corn farm in in Saginaw, Saginaw, uh, or like Breckenridge, Michigan. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, you have snow sledding parties. Okay, that sounds pretty good. Fights. Yeah, I mean it's kind of shitty if you have a winter birthday, which is what I have. How but, do you uh, get? Does, do people even get together for yeah, birthday parties in the yeah. winter? They do. Or you have like indoor swimming parties. What like, is that? <laughs> you like rent out like a pool. Oh, from, like, the indoor pool. Yeah, from yeah. like a hotel or like the university or 
So is it a that. was it a corn farm? Is that literally we what had you grew a up corn on? farm? Yeah, my grandparents. Wow. No kidding. And then they sold it and moved to Arizona and then came back to the state, uh, Michigan. I can't remember like talk about along. polar opposites. Yeah, yeah. They got. I mean, they wanted to be close to the family. So yeah, understand. Yeah. So so your parents are like, all right, we'll run this place. No, they ended up selling it, which was really sad. Oh, okay. um, and so then my family was in Madawan. Okay. And so we would go and visit. Like, oh, the, cool. Yeah, so summer's on the farm and then like, I guess winter, fall, school season, like yeah. in school in Madawan. Did they make you do stuff? I figured like, because my grandparents, were, they were kind of split when I yeah. started to meet them. Yeah. But I figured if they were together, I would end up having to clean something. Um, is that how it goes on a farm where you no, show up? No, we were like pretty, like there, I think they had it pretty nailed down. We just like got to play in the trees and oh, in the cornfields and like on the like rock piles and because they had to like, my dad and aunts and uncles had to like pick all the rocks out of the cornfield to right. have the, you know, irrigation and like tractors be able to go mm -hmm. through there. So I got to play on that as a kid and didn't have to do any of the like labor of love Sitting um, on a rock pile. Yeah, and like eating good. corn right off the, like you'd pick it and you could just eat it right there and like didn't have to like boil it or anything. So wow. pretty crazy, but uh, it's- you, you know Jeremy Campbell, right? Yeah, yeah, we, Grew up in we it. have camaraderie and like, because uh, he's from Grand Rapids, yeah, some, Michigan. Yeah, on a farm, grew up on a farm. Yeah. Lived in Bale, so, Hills of, yeah, Bales of Hay, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, same kind of, but not really. I like, I mean, I would pick cilantro and like pickles or cucumbers or whatever. That's very cool though. Um, but uh. But I lived in, in Madawan, Michigan. Mm. And so I, that fun stuff there would be like going to the beach. I was only 45 minutes away from South Haven, oh, Michigan, wow. picking blueberries for fun. Seems them. relatively Yeah, hay rides in the fall. I mean, yeah. um, one of the Piscos that I have is the Age Pisco, which reminds me of like a cider mill, which is kind of weird. No, I'm cider so, mills. But like I miss... The four seasons and the hay rides, but I would the never. Colors too. Yeah, right? the colors are oh. great. Which like sometimes we've gotten in the last few years, I think, because of all the weird rain that we have yeah. that allows the better, like you know, uh, what were they photosynthesis? Were they yeah or, like, lose their color? I can't yeah, that's right. Photosynthesis. Uh, the whatever. green stuff. Yeah, the green stuff. Yeah. Um, so it's yeah. good. It's kind of it sounds picturesque, like Robert Frostish. Yes. Perhaps. Yes. And so you go and you do this thing. We can, you know, we'll leave it to our imagination as to what those keggers looked like because of inevitably yes. there. kegs of Oberon. That's you know, you go. had a cool party if you had a Oberon keg or. I keep hearing about this. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, I just almost sit my food out or my drink out at uh, Tales of the Cocktail because uh -huh. there was an Oberon and I think Willa Willa Jeans or Willa Willa May. Yeah, I don't um, know. I don't know which one. I can't remember. There's so many places, but uh, yeah. So you would have kegs of Oberon. It would be like. A ten dollar keg cup instead of five dollars. That's crazy. Yeah. But still okay for you. Like, yeah, oh, it was delicious. Somebody, yeah, it was club, like once yeah. in a. It was like your. It was your your birthday in the winter, where like you're indoor at the student ghetto, which yeah. is like kind of reminds me of Rainy Street. Um, the student ghetto. Yeah, it was like old, um, you know, Casablanca, you know, crown molding, yeah, yeah. old nineteen twenties houses that like. I mean, because they were huge, so you'd have like fifteen students living in one house or like 18 oh, you know like sorority but not sorority i guess it was like before hip was being a hipster like back then you would god go to i student, can't even imagine when that was parties. now yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't know but uh when skinny jeans when people like my friend allison cameron who now works at a hotel or congress hotel oh yeah um and uh she was like yeah we used to 
uh, sew our jeans, you know, because they didn't make skinny jeans. Like they would fit our bodies. So like they were doing it before. Really? So Abercrombie and Fitch was do it yourself. Yeah. Skinny jeans. Yeah. Were we talking the nineties? We're talking the early 2000s. Uh, it would be the nineties. Yeah. Because I'm 29, but she might be like 30 something. 30s. Well, it's good. You're, I mean, you're approaching that horizon that yeah. gets depressing, but yet also very stimulating. Right. That's. I a, mean, I'd like to live to be 100, so I think that there's like trajectory of fun shit happening all the time. You actually have, to, uh, you might run out of stuff. I know. That's, yeah. So <laughs> you got like. Which is why I need to travel. 70 more. years. Yeah. There's a lot of places to visit. That's and blow true. all my money now. Yeah, blow it now. No, it's a good point. And then be poorly. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But so I imagine that booze wasn't the first area in which you got into. No, my mom, bless her heart, is always shaking. I'm shaking my finger too. Or the sh- finger of shame, which people may think is the middle finger, but it's really wagging no, your finger it's back like, and yeah, forth. Yeah, that's the one where you ate all worse. the cookie dough out of the yeah. fridge. Shame, shame on, on you. you. Um, but she was like, why did you choose liquor sales as you know an outlet of yeah. your job? And to be honest, like I would have never... I've, you know, thought of that would be happening. Like I, I guess I fell in love with event planning back in college when I worked for, uh, you know, Cheeseburger in Paradise in Kalamazoo, Michigan, where Amazing. I heard Jimmy Buffett every hour on the hour. Like I want to sell the time. margarita yeah. machines. <laughs> yeah, margarita machines. <laughs> but I did events for them, and then I found out there was a degree in that, and so I got a degree in that. And eventually, what, it, what specifically is the uh, degree? Organizational communications. Okay. So that's. What, yeah. Can you give me like the prototypical thing that they would pitch to you to become a member of this? Program? Um, I mean, really, it was just like my like manager was like, "Hey, there's a degree in this," and I was like, "Well, I can." you know, plan parties and no problem. And I really just love people. I think like the um, anthropologists in me, like the interpersonal relations, like creating relations, which is like obviously why I think I've been in sales forever. You know, like uh, I learned doing beauty pageants in high school for scholarship. Were you doing beauty pageants? Yeah. Like what all, was your talent? Uh, we didn't have to have okay, one, but good. I would have saying, but I would have saying, which would have been really funny. Um, but we didn't have to have one, and so I learned that because we had to get sponsorship, and so I learned that there was money out there, and I just had to ask for it, and like could put it towards a good cause, and so it's pretty good lesson. I actually got my money back from the scholarship pageant, whatever that mm-hmm. I like, we, you know, went in for. Yeah. So I learned then, you know, like that I liked people, and I could try and have them you know like, you like connecting with people yeah, yeah yeah i think and that's why like the bar i'm a bar person mm-hmm. you know like i said the bar versus like maybe sitting at a table unless i'm with a group of friends yeah but I, if it's just you yeah oh, I, I love, love that too it's my yeah, favorite i love eating alone i love you know like sitting there like having conversation and or i just like don't want anyone to talk to me and i want to drink my whiskey on the rocks yeah. or scotch on the rocks or now pisco sour i think is you know the it's coming up. Tier of, yeah, coming things to like are my favorite things or daiquiris. Thanks oh, to Abby man. Kirk. Yeah. Um, she turned me on to daiquiris four years ago at Haddington's. But yeah, back to like being an alcohol, my, I would have never thought this is where I would, you know, end up. But mm. I was always either like, I, I've done it all from like wedding dresses to coffee to venue spaces. Selling all, this selling all these things. Yeah, yeah, I moved to Austin in 2009 after living in Jackson Hole for like, a seasonal you were job. In Jackson. Well, they must have been used to the snow. Uh, I was there for the summer. Oh, jeez, which okay. is amazing. And like before, Old Faithful like kills us all. Everyone should go to <laughs> Yellowstone National Park and get out there. It's just, just stay beautiful. on the track. Yeah. Just stay on the path. Like, don't yeah. veer off. You'll yeah. die. You'll you'll like Pokemon Go. You that will fucking happened. die. Just 
try not to think about taking pictures of yourself yeah. in natural wonders. This happened yeah. to someone in the Grand Canyon, too. Yeah, that's so unfortunate. But I just, unfortunately don't feel bad for those people. Well, th- so that b- it begs the question. It's like, well, you were in Beirut taking selfies. You caught, you got right. caught crossfire. Yeah, right. that makes a lot of sense. Right, right. You're in the Grand Canyon. There's a couple of things we know about the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Beautiful, absolutely. Picture right. worthy, for right. sure. Do you have to be in the picture? Not necessarily. No. You go to visit the canyon. It'd be hard to get you in the picture with the grand The grandness canyon. of the yeah. canyon. Exactly. So why <laughs> even try? Because it's yeah. futile at best. But you go, it's beautiful, right? Right. But it's also fucking treacherous. Yeah. You go, it's like a two-hour hike going down, down to the yeah. bottom of it. And you're going to fall off the side of it. Yeah, never have I ever, but I, maybe someday. But I, like, yeah, you're looking down and it's like this little... A cobble path I'm yeah. sure or whatever and but then dude, there's nothing there I feel I like people too I really do I like connecting with people I like being empathetic compassionate all these things as an Aquarius you know oh, so same oh Aquari- are you really? yeah Pisces Aquarius ah there you go yeah. so I always thought well side note I always thought Aquariuses were water because like oh wait, that's it's right not, it's air yeah I'm full of air <laughs> me too which makes which sense not, yeah <laughs> same <laughs> but I don't feel uh, regrettably, but not like that bad for people falling off cliffs because no. pictures. Yeah. If you can be that self-absorbed, then odds are you're going to take the risk. I right? Guess. Should we feel bad about that? I don't know. I mean, I don't personally. This is horrible <laughs> to admit, but I don't, I don't I think personally. it is horrible. That's the thing. <laughs> I mean, there's like you know, there's there's more. Even though like I totally am on my phone, like Instagramming and social media, like right. self promotion, which is part of your promotion. job, right? Yeah, but at the same time, like I don't have time to do that shit and or like there's so many more things like I'd rather talk to somebody than like even read a book which is awful like I should definitely be more intellectual and like literature but there's great things do you read to learn instead of read for pleasure that's kind of how especially when you talk about peace growth which is these intricacies of production right mezcal the variety right all that you know yeah well so you said 2009 is when you 2009 is when I moved here and I did why did you why did I move here I came with an ex-boyfriend Followed the love. Followed path. the love. He had friends in a band here. We went which to band? Uh, Wise Bird. Interesting. Um, which Trevor oh, Trevor Nealon plays for. Um, oh my gosh, I don't know why I can't remember this right now, but um, it will come back to it. But uh, he, God, he just had a baby. I can't. I don't know why I'm like blanking. I'm from that realm, so I always kind of. Um, well, they're from Utah originally, but we used to. They played at Momo's all the time, which. I was so sad to see it is like Rio rooftop pool now because Momo's was amazing. Yeah. Um, and then where did you meet the Jackson Hole thing? No, we actually like crazy because I just like he was on a traveling nonprofit tour that traveled to Michigan. Oh my god! And we met, and I just thought what they were doing was really awesome, which is they were promoting the human rights declaration and then they would go to different universities and pitch this like which they got paid by universities which is crazy also to me like sponsorship they got paid by universities to go do a week-long um promotion of human rights and they would do like classes on fair trade and sweatshop free free clothing and like all these platforms and then they would have a huge music festival um at the end of that term Mm. and so they were doing that and then like in the fall when or that would be in the fall. But in the summer, they were doing music festivals in general, and they traveled around this, like, vegetable-fueled bus. And, yeah, like, wow. so crazy. So we met in Kalamazoo, Michigan at Island Fest. No one can say that. Nobody meets yeah. Kalamazoo. <laughs> no offense. Yeah, it's, it's a crazy, crazy world one. And we moved to Texas in 2009, and then, you know, 
things happen of and course, falling man. out of love and whatever, finding di- different paths. Like sure. I, I wanted a house in Austin and wish I would have bought one a few years ago, but uh, too, yeah. it's crazy. But, um, but I went from working like at uh, the One World Theater. I did events out there okay. and I worked for Texas Coffee Traders. Um, I actually had the pleasure of opening up ACL Live with the Steve Miller Band and doing their coffee. So do you and, know, well, do you know Happy? Um, I don't know. Or there's, uh, who's Happy. the other guy? Kelly that's over there. Um, I another ACL person. don't know Kelly. I knew like the backstage mm. guys, which I don't even know if, what's his name is back there anymore. If it was like Jeff or I'd have to. We'll just call, we'll call it Gary. We'll call it Gary. Gary is still works favorite. there. But yeah, I was Gary like, the, I was like the coffee girl, you know, I was so bringing cool. Texas coffee traders to Janet Jackson, Stone Temple Pilot, everybody. Like Amazing. we did hospitality backstage, which I like snuck in there because I had a girlfriend who worked there. So um and eventually now with their like big uh catering program that they just developed back there like mm-hmm. i don't think they necessarily go through a, a smaller production i think it's all like a big um a big show now yeah. which is awesome for them but i i like so kind of like maybe you sparked some of that yeah i mean maybe i i well, so will i'll give you we'll credit for yeah, it right now I how did, about that i did yes. all those things <laughs> You made ACL live, what it is. Uh, I fueled I fueled the people, which you know was awesome. So like I think when you have a really great product, like I sold coffee, I sold this amazing space at One World Theater, and like now I sell um, all these great fruit liqueurs. Which my mom was a baker growing up, so I used to eat oh, confectionate sugar by the spoonful, which is like ironic and I think ever so fitting that I represent this French liqueur. You know, which is really sugary but delicious and alcoholic, yeah. and I mean, it's, it seems like you really were aiming to be in this position. I right mean, now. I to be honest, like, which is probably awful, but hopefully my mom's can plug her ears. But thanks to <laughs> my girlfriends who I used to work with at Second Bar and Kitchen, yeah. uh, Kristen Vogel and Chippendales, okay. uh, I got this job opportunity. This so um, because. You, so name a couple of places. So I didn't realize you worked at Second. Yeah. You work with Billy and I did. Dressel and all I those did. Guys. Yeah. The Gentle so, Giants. The Gentle Giant. Now he has King Bee, which is yeah. fascinating. And talk about Mexico. I know. Talk geez. about yeah. I was like, what kind of books should I get? And it was just like thirty different books. So oh, amazing. It's it's pretty awesome. Like how full circle this came to because when I did get the job opportunity at Glazers, um, I mean I had a really amazing boss who like got it she understood how hard it was to grow a genesis brand and a small product um without any type of like sponsorship or backbone or backing more so right um it was really on like the relationships and i fortunately had either like worked with somebody or worked next to somebody or worked under somebody um in the territory that i had so you know and blessing in disguise i came on like february halfway and march was south by no one's buying then right um so i just went around with like my business card and snickers and capri suns and bananas and like you and know like painted. O- only a couple people had diabetic coma. yeah but <laughs> only, mostly yeah. everybody else everybody was, was fine. fine yeah <laughs> string cheese there oh, there that too. Okay, good, so good. i had like covered all bases cliff bars maybe like it depended on like what kind of fun bag you got with right. my business card on it and then like the next month i went back and um and like met everybody that way so it was really just like a perfect storm kind of of how you, things happen did you see it so food makes sense right so you're in right. kind of sales and right. working in hospitality makes yeah. sense because you're selling a personality you're yeah selling stuff but did you ever think that that was going to result into that shift into the distribution piece? no i mean this and like it's a success story actually in all honesty like um when's the book come out i mean right it's not even it's not even me it's like this brand who believed 
in an idea and it's two guys kurt and scott um I, scott played hockey over in sommelier france oh, wow. which is like super crazy and met the distiller of uh combier and he and his brother like hit the streets in 2000 um i believe eight in new york and like grew it like from one market and then eventually tapped into other markets and i um had the pleasure of selling this product for a year within glazers yeah. and like wasn't looking for a job wasn't even like thinking i was just like happy you know like in all honesty like loving what i was doing a people person out sure. in the bars like selling great brands selling great products and uh combia put an incentive program out to go to new york and i hadn't been there since choir in high school and mm. um and so i was like i want to go i want to win um and so i ended up like hustling and thankfully like my accounts I love them, you know, like yeah. everybody that I worked with who picked up Combier and believed in our product and, you know, got the liquid to lips and was like, hell yeah, I can make sweet drinks out of this. Um, I ended up winning that incentive trip, but I kept asking and asking and and then like the same breath, you know, he kind of was like, well, would you ever be interested in working for us? Interesting. And I probably like shit my pants and didn't really think it was real and, you know, until it was like on paper, <laughs> you know? Right. And then because well, people say that, right? Yeah. Like, oh, you know, I'd love to have you on board. Yeah. And cool, then, man. Right. Yeah, yeah, or like sure. you think you're going to be a supermodel. Someone finds you on the street and is like, hey, you want to be like the next, you know, right. like whoever, Selena Gomez. Yeah. Or like, it'll only or, cost you this much. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, come on. Um, yeah. So I I mean, thanks to the the hustle and hard work and dedication, you know, of people who appreciated me and appreciated our product, um, I'm a success story of an incentive trip gone into an actual like, into, like, job. Career yeah, move. career. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, it's like, I still don't think I can grasp the bigger picture of like where this could eventually go. But oh, yeah. I mean, the sky's You're on a the global limit. platform now. Yeah. I mean, it. I think we're in 45, 48 states. Incredible. Um, Was, so were these, you said Scott is Scott one of Scott and Kurt. And Kurt. then Roman Gully is my, I guess I say he's my boss, but he's always like, no man, just, He's French, and he's like, "No, you know, I'm your friend. I'm your yeah. like, we're partners." I'm like, oh, no, "No, but like, you're my boss." <laughs> like, and like Did, were these the guys responsible for bringing Cumbia into the states? Yeah, that's insane. It's incredible. You think it's about three it, guys. They'd always start somewhere, and it, I always love tracing it back to the yeah. roots of how this stuff starts. And Cumbia, in, in terms of liqueurs, that's fair, right? Yes. Like the, it is the the premier one. It's the best one, right? Yes. It's the one that everybody's kind of chasing after right. being as good. Right, as, you know, it's rich. And then, what was the black bottle one you guys had put out? Uh, the Royal Combier. Oh my god! Which I brought insane. the elixir, which is like a really uh, awesome. I mean, Combier is like is just an amazing story in general. It's like yeah. Jean Baptiste Combier, who is a candy maker, who chose so many of France. It's just like extra romantic, you know, especially because it's like French, and I'm half Spanish and ginger. So like, I'm a white, I'm a white ginger. girl. Yeah, I'm a white girl, like essentially so from Michigan, and I'm trying to like speak like Spanish, which I can't, or like yeah. French things. Like I always get in trouble. But yeah, so he was a candy maker and chose so many of France because the best terroir and the vegetation and the fruits and vegetables. And so like the essence that he created and captured, you know, from what he, we use the sugar beet base. Right. We take that, uh, distill it three times in a copper pot still, which Alexander Eiffel created, which is another fascinating part of our story. Like yeah, before I, he designed the copper. Some, some guys yeah. you might've heard of. Uh, yeah. This guy who designed the Eiffel tower or the statue of Liberty, you That's know? Insane. So, um, I mean, we have a really amazing and beautiful history and story and it's just funny. And I learned in, in, uh, 
in grade school, 11th grade, when I did like a graphic design program, mm -hmm. um, she was like, the best ideas are borrowed ones. And it's totally true oh, because sure. we are a direct correlation of that. You know, we were in, established in 1834. And then a few years later, um, our friends uh, Quantro created their cherry liqueur in 1849, which mm -hmm. is like their emblem and their sticker on their bottle. And then someone from our distillery either like got let go or just, you know, didn't want to work there anymore. And eventually like went 30 miles down the road and gave Cointreau our recipe and or like. Were they pissed, you think? I mean, I'm sure, you know, there but it's all NDAs the same. There are in France yeah. in the late yeah, it's all, 19th it's, century. So. It's all whatever. I mean, it's like, like I got poached by, you know, Combier sure, from Glaciers. Yeah. So like. Who, paying it forward. Yeah, paying it forward. Right. So like it's all. It's all like it's all good, and I guess what is it? Uh, copying is the best form of like flattery. endearment or flattery. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they're just different products, different experiences. Ours is an amazing product because it's still traditional from 1834. We mm. still use that copper pot. Still, you can go back to like black and white photos and see the exact exactly the like bright thing. lighted photos now. Yeah. Um, I'll be going there next year, which will be so exciting. Um, but it's it's pretty crazy. You know how he carried the essence of the orange peel, like as the French seventy-five, or mm. um, you know, uh, old-fashioned. You have that really great citrus, uh, floral aroma, almost like an orange blossom, and um, and then you know the sugar beet heart base right. three times. We just let three times take the heart. And I mean, I'm sure for people who do or don't know, like the head, the heart, and the tail. You know, like you turn on a, a the holy a trinity, faucet. yeah. yeah. And you, or your garden hose, you know, it's really hot. So you wait till that really cold water comes out. That's the heart. And then the tail is like when you're turning it off. And mm. then, you know, that's, that's an interesting. And I've, yeah. I've never heard it. Yeah. Cause you know, like when you're a kid and you, you drink out of the garden hose, it's so hot. It's so bad. In yeah. The it's, but then it yeah. But then it gets really good. I, yeah, I get what like you're saying. Yeah. Like it makes sense. Metallic. And then eventually it's like, oh, this is cold water, but there's probably still metal. And then in the, that. sometimes there's mud because you yeah, leave it in the grass. Right, exactly. I remember that. Yeah, that's yeah. probably the tail. That's, that's something. <laughs> you never something. Know. Be, yeah, beet sugar. It's hard yeah. to say. I've never had that. Just yeah. Like, so, yeah, and you can make alcohol out of anything. Mm -hmm. And so then we distill it down, infuse the orange peel. And someone actually takes the time to remove the rind away from the zest. So no pit. So no pit, no, no, pit, no pulp. Uh, just the rind. So that's yeah. what also sets us aside. And like, it's traditional. It's a really great product. Um, and a lot of people, you know, just, or other companies, brands, whatever. And it's just like super normal to macerate the whole thing. Right, sure. Which is, you know, less Indelicate. labor. Yeah, yeah. And so ours like is still traditional. The labor of love, hand handcrafted, I guess, hand bottled. Um, you know, I don't know if that's even like PC anymore. I don't know what is. Um, I, yeah. We can say what we want. That's all right. I know. And, and that's we're the not best like, ho what is it? Homemade or housemade. We're not like making food in our kitchen. Right. Well, it is <laughs> right. in a sense a big French kitchen. It is. Big it is. Imaginarium maybe. Yeah. And, um, and so then eventually like he played with, we have so many different awesome fruit liqueurs. Pample Muse, right? Pample Muse yeah. Rose, which is two pounds of pressed rose petals. Oh my gosh. Which is like your grandma's bathroom but yeah. it's it's really amazing like they're all great for champagne floats or ice cream um we have apricot which is probably one of my favorites or oh, the peach savine yeah. um mirror which is blackberry cassis which is like a kind of like a tart current blackberry mm -hmm. or almost like a huckleberry yeah um and yeah, then punchy punchy tart, yeah. yeah and then we have uh frambois the fruit rouge which is brian floyd's favorite which is a compilation of cassis strawberry um and raspberry oh, and luscious very yeah. romantic like brian yeah yeah you're right <laughs> yeah it feels like that it well, is so i would love to, so let's i yeah. would because you know 
here's one of the wonderful privileges of being in this seat, right? Right. I'm at eye level with like four bottles, right? Yeah, it's which pretty is, exciting. Which is a wonderful thing. Which is yeah. a wonderful thing. So Combier, which is people know it, but sometimes they don't. They don't have it by itself. Right. You know what I mean? So right. It's something. So let's let's get a sip of the Combier. Sure. You know I mean? Sure. Well, and then you know who I love, uh, Chris. Uh, Kiki from Old Egos, and now she works at, or she owns Awesome Shaker. Shaker yeah. yeah, they they love me, and I love them, and I've I love Egos, so that's how we became friends, and it's like full circle now. But yeah. um, she sells these minis, which I think are so great because a lot of people don't want to invest in a full liter or a full right. seven fifty, especially using like a quarter ounce exactly. or something, right? Yeah, or these are great, like if you exchange them into a plastic to go, you do like to go margaritas in your mouth and mm. bite an orange or a lime. Um, but yeah, this is. What's the proof on the? Company? This is actually eighty proof. Perfect. So it's the same. Yeah, you can still get. You could totally get drunk off of it if you just were drinking it by yourself. But it's definitely. Yeah. It's not something that our generation is doing. Getting drunk um, off of it. Um, by itself. <laughs> no, but I've been trying to come up with a a drink name for for Nat and Combier. Oh jeez. Because let's see. It's delicious. I was calling it the shift shot. Cause Call it, it the comb over. The comb. <laughs> Tell me to make America great again. That's right. Yes. Oh shit. No. <laughs> All right. Wait. Never mind. Never mind. Well, this is orange too. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, that's why it would be ironic. Yeah, it would be quite good. Um, no, but it's, it's you support your own political parties, but sure. uh, Combier. Well, I don't know. Combier and Fernet. I mean, they just like it. It, it heightens and brings out like the best qualities in both products mm-hmm. for those for me. Um, but yeah, I haven't. I don't know. I thought about. I mean, there's a bunch of na- like drink names that we've come up with, but there needs to be like someone to make the cocktails. Yeah. Well, it's, and I don't know what comes first, right? Like, well, I keep thinking like you remember Orange Julius? Yes. From the Midwest. And yes. This is so wonderfully crisp. Right. Eighty proof too, so you don't right. have to use too too much. You still really right. feel it, so to speak. And so, it's sugary. Yeah, and not too thick in terms of the texture on the palate, which is really good. Mm-hmm. But just I'm trying to think of the perfect vanilla thing that would just. It would just be exalted. It would be incredible. I know, and you don't want to like pair it with like vanilla vodka. No, I know, course. right? That's you so got to pick something kind yeah. of lighter. Like if if Lacroix Lacroix made a vanilla soda, right? Oh, they, uh, there's there is, is there a Haritos? vanilla one. Yeah. Does Haritos somebody make vanilla? vanilla one? Yeah, which would be perfect, right? Because this is already going to sweeten it, right? And you just it'd be nice and light. And yeah, nice. I'll still fight for the come over, right? I <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll call it the come over. I mean, the come over is great, which would be hilarious. Um. <laughs> There's there's lots of options, right? Absolutely. So this is, you know... So this, this is, is our the, mothership. Yeah, exactly. This is the flagship product. Like everybody right. knows it. Many different varieties of it. With and the black bottle, which is Royal, Com- oh, Royal yeah. Combier. Cognac, right? Um, yeah, so it actually has an elixir in it as well, which is Jean-Baptiste Combier was thrown into jail by Napoleon Third and met a chemist. And so he cre- it's like kind of like chartreuse. Mm. Um, I have it if you want to try that too, but it's like really weird and like off topic. No, I like it. I'm. A, we'll try it after for okay. sure. Because I mean, why would I not? Yeah, it's here. <laughs> I ordered another sample. So it's so amazing. Um, but yeah. So this and since these guys, these three guys, which like I met all the team in New Orleans for Tales of the Cocktail. And How it was, was that for you, by the way? It was amazing. Um, it was my first time ever in the state of Louisiana oh. ever to New Orleans. So um, did you? kind of feel feel it as you do when you're in New Orleans. Yeah, it's amazing. It's and I'm totally like a sucker for that type of energy and that type of city. Like the bright colors and the people and 
And my buddy who actually used to work with Haddington's at just helped open up Hotel Pontchartrain, which is amazing. It opened July 9th, and I had the luxury of staying there with my girlfriend, like, serendipitously. Oh, cool. um, Again, like her, another her, serendipitous yeah, moment. Her hotel fell through, and we got put up there, and he's the beverage director there. And oh, that's perfect. I'm already, like, doing my job in other states without really having to do it because he was like, baby, I, I got you. You know, like, yeah. you're already here. I sell nothing else. So, perfect. yeah, it's pretty pretty awesome. How was it for you? So here's, here's an interesting question because I look at it own a couple brands and all yeah. this right and so you're out there you're repping some great brands right it's basically like going to consumer electronic fast yeah saying oh i've got a new mobile phone right. so how do you feel the message is it become muddled with all of the other stuff going on when you're trying to talk about maybe banyas right yeah or the our mezcal or combier um I mean, for me, it was more like networking, meeting and greeting and like getting an idea of what we could do for next year. Yeah. Um, and I mean, just like 86 company, like their slogan, I think one of them is like do epic shit, which is true. So, you know, Jason Cosmos <laughs> and Omar and just right. all of them like are killing it and doing great things. And so like I like seeing what other people do. Exactly what I said, yeah. like the best ideas are borrowed ones. So like, I mean, I'm, my background is in events and music festivals right. and but like the whole production of what people are doing, like El Silencio threw up uh, almost like a speakeasy brothel massage parlor in yeah. the best possible way, um, and well, had I like mean, how can it yeah be bad? in New Orleans, which was like amazing. So see in in the suite of Hotel Montelion, mm-hmm. um, so it's always just like fascinating. I mean, I love South by Southwest in Austin, but I think I actually almost like Tales of Cocktail more mm. because you get you get more time to talk to people versus like loud music and like rocking out. Well, yeah. And so, you talk about like three different types of people coming yeah. and c- like basically culminating and just converging yeah. in Austin. Whereas it's, it's not to say it's monotone, but there's, it's at least like similar people there right. for similar reasons. Right. Right. You know, versus like a filmmaker versus an app designer, which there's right. two and the musician and yeah. Other, yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, and everyone was super friendly. I mean, I had, I ended up like hopping around at a few different hotels. I stayed at the Roosevelt too, and then the oh, Sheraton. Wow. So I had really great. And I like like it's like when you like fried green tomatoes and you try fried green tomatoes everywhere. Yeah. Or uh, what else? Escargot or something or tartare. That's probably my thing. I like trying people's tartare. Yeah. But I that's like what the daiquiri is. Yeah. Actually. Exactly. Yeah. And or, that, or same for me for a pisco for me because okay. I like. Do you make it with lemon or lime, or do you make it with? Um, uh, Kurt is yuzu, which mm-hmm. I guess is like the lemony. Yeah, the Japanese. Japanese, mm-hmm. um, which I've never had yet, so I need to go buy some and so nice. make some at my house yeah. or something. But um, I like taking showers in different hotels and seeing if they're like shitty or if they're amazing. Wow. Um, I don't know, or like if the tile's great or like the overhead shower or it's like the little baby the shower head. Sucks. Yeah, the pressure yeah. sucks. So like, like people like trying fried green tomatoes. I like <laughs> seeing what people's showers are like in the <laughs> hotels. Maybe it's like the. I think that's H- a good fact H- to know, right? HGTV like person who like wants to have a house someday is like, yeah. I you know testing out or like t- taking Ubers. You're like, what kind of car is this? Or uh, you know I like see. seeing so, what. So you can mount like. an arsenal of ideas. <laughs> yeah. Really, I, I suspect the next party that you throw will have showers in it. But <laughs> I like, doubt it. Just Outdoor amazingly showers. curated yeah. shower. Right, just one. Yeah. There's a long line for it. And you get a cocktail, you get a beer shower. Oh, there you go. Maybe that would, maybe that that's maybe that's all. my drink name for the Frenette Combier is the beer, the beer shower. Sounds good. Shower beer. Shower beer. Shower but that's pretty good. I mean it's gotta have a beard. Yeah. It's, it sounds like a hot water music kind of thing. Yeah. Really, really we'll really see. Angry. Well it's good. So Combier again being the flagship 
and then we just launched yeah so these two guys like brought all these products in and did such a great job that other producers have been like hey can we like hitchhike under your wing so now like last year it was combier mm. and now 2016 because that's what year we're in i think that's right yeah. um we that's, that's are right. <laughs> yeah cat imports which was the french like militia military and then the men on horseback who mm. you know the you know conquests or quistadors or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. conquested france um and so they brought on Bagnez, which is amazing i think i mean and we're pumped about it because this is like a great bridge for our mothership orange combier oh you're and talking then, about like totally different cultures yeah totally different process yeah but both paying ho- homage to doing things in a classical right traditional way, way. yeah nature, you know? absolutely and so I mean, I can't wait to go to Oaxaca and see my my boss mm. just went and we had a phone conference today, so this is like perfect yeah. to have this uh, conversation with you. Um, so we do something a little different with ours, and it's just you know like sustainability. We mm. work with a co-op of thirty five farmers, oh, wow. and so they actually what they do is the farmers produce and smoke their own agave, mm. um, and then eventually they send it off to the co-op. And then those people are, you know, hand bottling it, hand labeling it. Um, and so it's really like the the people are why we're doing what we're doing. And, right. you know, it's as traditional at, with the Tohono wheel as Mezcal could be, as well as that they're doing sustainability, you know, plantings where like agaves will grow and then they'll have little pups that grow mm-hmm. off of them and then they'll transplant those. And then, you know, like it's natural fermentation, natural fertilization, which like some people don't understand. But for me, I guess like in layman's terms, because I grew up on a corn farm mm. and I did corn detasseling was my first job. We would walk the rows and you'd have your six rows. You'd have your four people in a row and then you would pick the tops of the tassels off so that those were getting pollinated by the oh, male roads, rows and or the females, whichever one's, you know, right. one or the other, whichever sex it is, because they're like. I just yeah, I kind of know. It's hard. Yeah, so weird. So the agaves are self-pollinizing because mm-hmm. or fertilizing because they're we're allowing that like the bees and the bugs like you know babies I guess is where you have it's like kind of like shade-grown coffee mm-hmm. versus like industrial coffee where the the actual you know mother nature or mother earth or whatever is doing its just work. Doing yeah, to make our agaves taste so different and taste so beautiful. So is it, so the first mix, and this is a blend of Espadina yes. and Barril. Yeah, and I think uh, if I say it right, ba- Barril? Barril, yeah. Barril? I can't, I just, yeah. I fly. I'm trying, yeah, I mean. I've talked to the best guys. Right. And I just, they, they trump. Yeah. Just fucking get over it. So. Yeah, right. And so they're <laughs> yeah. different. So, I mean, in Espadina is like majority of what mezcal is made out the of grand, the genetic yeah, grandmother of tequila it is and so that is 90 percent of our blend and then 10 percent barrel and um and they're just really different like the barrel is more like a palm tree kind of growing versus mm-hmm. like the big open starfish down east 7th street yeah they're all in the middle the gave karwinski is on the left hand side the right it's the ornamental here right whereas it makes a very delicious added you know it's a nice way to blend and these yeah so this is a blended mezcal blended at fermentation or blended distillates blended distillate got it yes oh, okay. yes okay, okay. so these co-ops these families own um a part like that's why it's a co-op because they own that part and it's like they're like smokehouse and they smoke it yeah, yeah. um and then and then it gets distilled and brought and then it's blended like at the actual co-op if I that makes see. sense so the that, co-op 
are they in charge of they've got multiple distillates i presume yes and they make a blend based on somebody's preference or the co-op's preference the the like did you guys come in and say we'd like this no it's like the master blender who's doing that for the integrity of the flavor and then we wanted ours so we kind of work with i guess we're like hey we want you know a 90 10 and then they figure out how it tasted and this is like the profile of Mm. what eventually everything will be like um I had different stuff earlier, like in New York with my boss, which was I think like 30 barrel and then 70% so estadine. More, more muddy or musky probably. Yeah, um, which eventually like is the trajectory of where we would go. But for yeah. now, like it's, and we have the accessibility to produce this much, you know, cause like I, these are great for infusing and the price point is amazing. Yeah. It's a really great juice. And it's a leader. And it's and a leader. It's 42% or 43? It's, it's above it's 40, which is great too. Yeah, it's 42%. Two times in copper, I think? Yes. Yeah. Um, actually, no, it's just one time in, one time in copper. copper. And then um, and then the, there's like nothing. They don't filter it or anything right, like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we oh, do. Wait, so they do they. Right, so this is kind of a little bit of a technical question. But so they do a single run in copper, of which they just blend everything together it must Correct. be like a really because there's a filipino style still that couple and make the new plank for vago for example uh-huh. it's one of the few that like consistently uses one distillation yeah so that's basically how it is it just condenses so much in a single distillation that you have 42 percent. yes that's yes insane. and then they cut it yeah yeah um and they are blending it there but um yeah it's and it's airtight it's natural fermentation mm-hmm. and depending on how long it needs to cook for um, I mean, it's it's all different. It's all on the yeah. And stuff, yeah, yeah. But I mean, the the biggest thing about this is that which is exciting, and I mean, hearing my boss on the phone just like talks so passionately about it is just yeah. pretty awesome that he gets to see the families who actually make it and and sustainability. We're you know they're getting I guess like normal rate down there, which is like ironic for us to think about. It was like fifty cents an hour, and yeah. so you know in the co op we're paying. A dollar an hour. So, you know, right. And then eventually, like, they're not, they only have two things that they're using machines with. And that'll be, um, you know, for the, the actual putting the liquid in the bottle. Right. Well, yeah, you have And to. then, Cause yeah. Because the, the government has to. Yeah. They like, they have to regulate it. And then, um, and then they also do, like, there's a plastic seal on it and yeah, so that's that the other be... yeah but other than that it's hand washed it's hand labeled and so that's and it's in a liter and it's in a liter yeah so what, the, uh, what's the price look like um depending i'm not sure what uh i guess retail probably would be i would think like 35 or Whoa, less for a liter? That's yeah insane. but i mean i'm not sure i have to go ask no i know but still even if it's five books different that's yeah like, and i can't really tell you on the streets what it would be like for the bar because then no, you know yeah, they're I gonna make know. millions of dollars off of us drinking which so, they all do anyways how do you so mezcal which is a beautiful spirit it's a beautiful process how do you what's your approach given there are so many mezcals hitting the market sure i mean and that's what's so fun about this is that there's so many different mezcals and there's so many different things like we're not the mezcal made by an an executed mafia you know mm. lord or drug lord or whatever and you know i don't i don't even know like the logistics on that but we are the the introductory you know we're the they we're your first girlfriend who has mm. to train you into mezcal or your first boyfriend who like you you know go through your experience in your relationship with because 
this is, you know, it's nice and smoky. It's nice and earthy. It's got your mezcal viscosity, the oil on your mouth. It's yeah. really warm. It's really like... Well, the, the burial, the Karwinski, the way they, it comes through perfectly in the right yeah. way to bring around the rusticity. Yes. And I, I don't want to go through tasting notes because sometimes it's like, I talked to Francisco Trazos about this and I'm like, fucking tasting notes. And I'm like, yeah, but I I mean, go, well, how does it make fun. me feel? You know? Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, that that's the same with coffee, wine, yeah. to you know, tequila, mezcal. I mean, brandy. I just went to Vox table and had a brandy. Oh, the Copper Kings thing. Yep, right? Copper, yeah. which is amazing. His products are so great. Uh-huh. Yeah, and yeah. they use Michigan apples. Oh, killer. So that's cool. That's perfect. Um, but yeah, so I mean, and tasting really is all on your own. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and a lot of people. Well, this is so for at 42 or 43? 42. 42. At 42, really, really accessible. But yet it has just enough. It's not the lactic funk that a lot of the mezcals have, like right. Alapus has. Yeah. But it is have the darkness to offset the sweetness of the right. spadine. So if you want something that is just a far more cerebral, right? That's perfect. Yeah. Right. And it's it works on its own. I mean, it's lovely just sipping it. Yeah. And I'm not getting really nice balance on everything. Yeah. Really, like cut most of the colas out. Like I can't taste any of that. Like I said, any of that sourness or the rusticity. Or, yeah. Or uh, the the cheesiness. Which right. Is right. Yeasty or like yeah. fungusy, almost like in a wine mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's pretty well balanced. It's. I mean, we want to. I want to be in the mezcal flight with my other yeah. mezcal friends. You know, like that's really like, and because mezcal is like the experience, and you know, like I mean, I haven't gone to Oaxaca yet, but like everybody from Roosevelt Room, it's like a really romantic experience, which mm-hmm. is you know like, it and it's like to me, it's like when you go out to dinner with your friends and you just throw your card on the table. You know what I mean? Like you're sharing, you're hanging out, you you don't really care. Like even though we're all probably like poor and paycheck to paycheck but whatever like it's more about like being with your friends versus like paying xyz for what you got and and that's kind of yeah and that's this is the community of like mezcal you know so like that's i want to be in that relationship with my other other friends who sell mezcal or sell other spirits or like making great cocktails it's all but is it a challenge for you i mean um, not the sales part but just how do you say this is different because because you know you got to have that sure thing. sure i mean this is different because there's nothing else actually like it on the market right no, now that's actually a good point. which there's no leaders yeah there's at no all. leaders and then there's nothing that's a blend um you know and and single vintages are absolutely fantastic but this is exciting for me um yeah. in my portfolio and me as a salesperson and hitting the streets and the markets because i mean one thing I think I like about salespeople, and I used to do this with sweating dresses, is I would try and like have like the shitty crying bride come in who just like had the worst experience mm-hmm. at this whatever bridal blah blah blah, and you know I would be like, all right, well this is what I have, you know, and like ch- just completely changing the experience. Trying so, to like, turn it around. Yeah, and so my thing is like some people, you know, my account managers and like Jeremy Campbell gave like best poker face or whatever for, yep, for Bar Institute. And, and actually all of us that were in there were all like brand ambassadors or consultants or whatever. Yeah. So, um, but and I think it's just reading people. And so like it's creating the relationship and like, obviously when you have a really amazing product, it's, it's pretty easy to do. And, and I think it's more like, I like, I can't compete with somebody that's like, Hey, you know, like this person's doing it whatever for me and can you compete with that it's like right well it shouldn't be no you know that. like and my product's great so it's still true to the heart about all this stuff, yeah right? so i think it's more um i think it's more creating a relationship and having an amazing product versus like 
being an amazing product and then having a relationship, which yeah. I think yeah. that's it works it's for weird. maybe it's other weird. people. It, yeah, I, I don't know, but it's it's a good point that you have good connections with people. The product the product's good. You've got obviously some some market edge in it because it's in a leader. It's yeah, inexpensive, and I think it will be really really. I mean, it's really it's been it. crazy. Like, yeah, it's. It's definitely moving more in Austin, obviously, because I live here and and I got told like to actually pump the brakes because it's it's yeah. doing really well yeah. um, because we needed to get our other shipping container, which is like so wild that it has to go from Oaxaca all the way up to New York and then it gets shipped down here mm-hmm. and taxes and blah, blah, blah. And TABC, I love you. And, you know, it's just it's all it's it's all the path of being an alcohol, which I think like is really exciting and where we are today like who would have ever thought that there would be i would have never thought there would be like a craft specialist like somebody who has a job who oh, just no, like makes crazy. cocktails um because i i used to bartend and and that was like where i went after um i worked in sales and wasn't like happy where i was yeah. and did bartending and and i actually eventually like went to serving tables because i was making more money as a waitress having more covers per table versus like the bar, you know, which they work their asses off. Like they deserve massages every week, you know, if they could like shaking those tins and right. being on their feet. Um, and Repetitive so they injuries in their e- elbows. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or citrus burns or, you know, whatever it is. So, I mean, they are the warriors of the hospitality industry, you know, next to like the dishwashers, Absolutely. I think, you know, so they're all a part of like the fluidity of creating an experience in a, a restaurant and like with people and I mean that's why I'm a bar person is because I well, so you speak of it with such like such romance and kind of nostalgia in a way I it made you miss stepping away from it um I mean I think I just really like it and that's probably why I have FOMO yeah or fear of missing out yeah, yeah. is because I I like the the romantic experience of like entertaining i guess is which is probably why i like yeah, event planning sure. um and you know like why people go out to eat is because they don't want to clean up after themselves they as well as that they want to eat really good food or yeah. have a really great cocktail or have something they can't make at home you know and like that's why you go out you can even make a cocktail yourself right? yeah you you gotta you just have to get out sometimes. Yeah, I mean, see other like, people commit, commiserate and interact in a different aesthetic. A totally, different place, you know. Even if you don't need to get a drink, it's still nice. To just yeah. go someplace else. Yeah, you know? that's my favorite thing when I'm traveling is just going to a hotel bar. Absolutely, just sitting there and then oh, I ran into this guy or this guy. You know? Yeah, it's never anything except about being tossed into the wonderful mix that is the mankind, right? Or the human, you know. I mean, yeah, you, you mean you just you're tossed into the intersection of so many different conversations and so many personalities which is really really which is ex- cool. i mean yeah totally like cool. the anthropologist in me is like exactly why are you so weird or like why are you so mad like what's you know what i mean yeah. like i like listening and 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 like i said turning that experience into like a, a shitty one to like oh i had i like that or yeah. like you know like being able to like switch that um mindset when you come into some place or you know like and that's why the restaurants who are surviving in austin and like and are like new Mm. and do really well and do great things is because they get it they have you know people who've been in the industry for so long who you know like somebody waiting x amount of time like that like little free champagne sample or like past order is is like oh like i like this place because you know while i was waiting an hour for my table they they Notice me, you know, um, which is what our 
whole new era is is like the me thing. Yeah, make me feel <laughs> make me feel included. Yeah, give me yeah. credit, even if I don't deserve it. But like. Yeah acknowledging that they're there it's so strange yeah. to be strikingly individualistic and having your personal selfie presence while at the same time having some kind of conformity with everybody else yeah attention. very very strange yeah so you've got so, so we talk about it's, it's interesting because the chapters themselves they kind of reveal these different pieces of your personality if you think about it so it is this thing it's kind of staple it's easier to talk about because people are familiar with it mezcal a little bit less so but then it's romantic right. harkens back to perhaps the the things you love about eating dinner with people or being out and sharing right. and hospitality and all of that. So where does Pisco fit into that for you in terms of, uh, you know, like how do you, which, what emotional kind of reactions you have? I think Pisco is weird and yeah. that's why I like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, there's, you know, like it's the only spirit distilled from grapes, mm-hmm. which, um, which I love grapes. Uh, and I think it's really, it's a, it's a loss like palate pleaser it's different yeah, yeah it's really different and and i think that's why i like it because it's weird it's quirky like no one really knows much about it but they do but like and even myself you know like i should be way more versed on it than i am and then there's like the the battle between like peru and chile and like what's yeah. the difference and armenia who, and Konya. Yeah, yeah exactly like who duck or you know chicken or hen first right, or, right. or chicken and egg um, but yeah, so it's, um, it's fun, but I actually, I can't remember who made me fall in love with a Pisco Sour. This is like horrible. Um, but the egg white, like the frothiness and mm. the bitters and, and, um, and I, I like going to places and trying different Piscos and there's, it's always like really heartbreaking when people are like, yeah, I can make you a Pisco and then you have not it. It's just like disgusting, but you have to like take it down because it's hard. It's, you don't want to, you know, or you drink half of it. And, well, it's funny cause you kind of had to do that. Yeah. I'm, I think I hope I build a re- reputation for being cr- incredibly outspoken. Right. It's like, hey, not good. Right. Like, yeah. Sorry. Let's try this again. And I think yeah. that that's okay. I'm not. I'm not trying to be mean ever. Right. I'm not a bartender. You're like, yeah. Well, this is a little too tart for me. There's always yeah. gotta, like constructive criticism. There's a good oh, way to sure. do it. But, but I think, it, but it still can be balanced. Yeah. It can still be tart and balanced. Yeah. You know. And exactly. if it's just totally off spec, like, I've had had one recently. I was like. You didn't put any sweet sweetener. Yeah. In. This is basically lemon and spirit. Exactly. Which is okay for me. Yeah. Give me some soda water or something because it just doesn't work. It's right. Not yeah. It's not balance. Like, right. and that's the whole point of a cocktail. I mean, um, my buddy Miguel at Isla, um, I, I met him at Best's Bistro and it was like a baby that I created when I worked for Glazers, like, because mm-hmm. I really wanted to meet Sandra Bullock. <laughs> and so I would go in there and made this relationship with Miguel on behalf of like Genesis products. Can, and, real quick, can I ask you what's the quintessential Sandra Bullock role? Um, for me, it's Miss Congeniality, which is ironic because it's like pageant, but she's a boss ass bitch who like oh, is this My like ugly duckling. Just watching it yesterday. Yeah, well, it's good, and it's she's not nice. Good. So <laughs> there, I, I'm all right, like with the rom com stuff. Yeah, Any, Sandra Bullock is even fine, typically. Right. That one, I don't know, man. Where she's in that's rehab. That's pretty good. That's funny. Viggo Mortensen. Yeah, right? so many great people. That's in a that great. One. That's a great yeah. movie because it's kind of rough. Yeah, she's kind of got some. Or problems. what was on. Uh, Forces with Nature. Oh, Forces of Nature with Ben Affleck. Right. right? Yeah, I actually never yeah, saw Yeah, and that that's one. like in New Orleans, right? Or Louisiana, I think, maybe? I think so. Or yeah, I think Georgia. So. so were you mad when she did Gravity, which was an Academy um, Award? No, that was just like really serious. But she, there, it was good. It was, um, it was I was just, I just love her. I just like think she's did you get to, a power. No, I mean, I saw her one time, ah. but not at Best's Bistro. Oh, okay. And wh- when I got the like hint that they were shutting down and like I created this relationship with them and whatever... Um, 
they he Miguel was like, oh hey, she's gonna be here this night, and I was like, well, I'm going on vacation, oh, no. so I like totally missed it. But Miguel's like palette and profile and like where like when he makes a drink like his drink takes you on a trip you know yeah. like you taste everything that's in that cocktail and it just like goes all over the place so it might have even been miguel who like made me fall in love with pisco with pisco sours because mm. um, it was just well balanced and I, jeremy campbell's made me a really great pisco oh, yeah. sour too um i mean there's been so many pisco sours in my life it's hard to so were you glad remember. then that it kind of came across so, yeah your desk? exactly and my boss was like how do you feel about that my boss roman yeah um your your non yeah my boss. non-boss boss yeah boss um but he was like how do you feel about that i was like well i love piscos so i don't think but i was like but there's not there's not like a market like there is for mezcal per right. se no, you're gonna have to pave it. Um, yeah, but that's that's okay, and that's why like I'm so excited about the products I do have because I have uh, a triple distilled um, clear pisco called mm-hmm. Control C, um, which where it grows, it gets like 360 days of sunlight, so it's very oh, wow. bright, yeah. very. Um, is it dry? It, drier. It is drier. Yeah. Um. It does have a little like sh- regi- residual sugar. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um. But it's very nice. It's very clean. A little grassy for mm. me. Um. Little like lemon grassy. Yeah. Do you want to try it? Yeah. Let's try. Um. It. And Whichever th- you think is the one that's like the thing that I, I'll try. I think whatever. I'll try this one, and then you can try the Pisco Nobel. Yeah, we're on the Pisco um, train or Pisco. Wagon. Yeah, because the exactly. Um, and. Oops. I never, I always have a heavy pour, so I usually try slower now. But this is 40 proof as well. And this um, is the triple distilled. Triple distilled. And so Chileans, Whoa. yeah. Chileans in, are allowed, it's just like whiskey, you know, Irish whiskey, Scotch whiskey, or, you know, lost in translation without the E. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Chilean Pisco and Peruvian Pisco, just like different legation. They're both really great. They're both beautiful. So, the nose is like un- unlike anything I've ever smelled. If you, it, it's the, almost like a gin fruit. or vodka. Like you would think you're like, if I didn't tell you it was a pisco, you would be like, oh, it's, but it's weird. We'll get like, no, I definitely get the the, the punch of the grape. Like that, that's there. Yeah. But there's this other really low, kind of different, almost like plasticine now. It's very, and then again, I'm sitting here like a fucking it's okay. puffer yeah. or whatever, like this in the UK. But yeah, it's very interesting. Very oily too. Yeah. Um, But it's, it's a fun... I mean, it's very new. It's like, it's very interesting. It's really bright for me. Mm. Man, it's just yeah. It's it's good. It's really. I mean, it's different. Very, it's it is. It's way different. Yeah, than disco that I've had. It's. I'm trying to think out why, but it's not way. like it's weird. I mean, there's no. You it's know, not, I mean? it's it's accessible for sure. Like, yeah, it's just something about it is like. I don't know how to describe it. It's I love that. It's just very, very unique yeah. in that sense. Well, and that's what's so fun about Pisco is like you were saying with mezcal, you can enjoy it on its own or you can mm. sip it. I mean, a lot of people don't like, and that's what the whole point of like the relationship between me and the bartenders and, you know, it's a, a full circle is because like they love to sell great drinks and talk about drinks. And so like, mm. You be you you create that romantic experience with somebody at your bar top, but you're like, hey, like this is really weird. Do you want to try it? And like you'll get the cool people, or if we're like, yeah, or you get the other people like, no, I'll just stick to my like French seventy five or white wine spritzer or something. You this know, work on both of those. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And just trick them. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, which is why I love bartenders too because they're tricky, because um, they make 
amazing stuff that you would never realize you're right. drinking which um it's the go- best the, the best yeah the best ruse the devil ever pulled was yeah the pr- show that he never exists exactly one of, right yeah, one of the glasses over there. which one is this one in this so i've this, never had a colored yeah so so chilean pisco can actually we can age our pisco um and this one has been aged in new american oak medium char for three years and this is 40 proof as well and this is the one that i said for me has like Ooh. like Fall in Michigan, like yeah. a flannel t- flannel shirt, scarf, and a hayride, and I like candied apples. The oak, but yeah, um, but good God, it doesn't. Sm- it does smells like apple pie, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so it's, this is really fun. It's, I mean, super versatile. Um, and this is the same distillery, or a different distillery. This is a different distillery, um, th- but the two there's uh, Pisco Nobel, mm. uh, Pisco Mostral is uh, two different. Uh, I guess expressions. Expressions, okay. Um, which my friends and I were talking about that the other day is like, what kind of world are we in where we like people know what <laughs> expressions mean? You know, instead of like versus your face expression. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, I love. I just got back from the British Virgin Islands in June, and so painkillers are everywhere. And like rum, because it's aged, this is amazing in a in a painkiller. So pisco painkillers. Um, and I mean, put pineapple, coconut, and orange juice in anything, and I'll say yeah. It's crazy. It's just just slightly lighter than than a dark, not a dark rum, but an age rum. Right. But it's it's almost identical. Yeah, it's, it's fascinating. Crazy. It's crazy. Um, and these are pretty accessible too. I I think like almost same price point. That's insane. For like thirty three, um, for seven fifty. Yeah. Out at like Austin Shaker, mm-hmm. um, they have them. That's so cool. and then there's the overproof, which is lighter in color because it's only been aged for one year medium char new american oak but it's 46 oh, so like yeah so because you, you don't get a pisco at that um, proof ever like nothing that i don't, high. I don't know i mean i think chilean yeah that's the other thing is like chileans can do whatever they want i guess which is cool for me because i get cool spirits out of it and uh you know okay. other other brands but um you know, like they're all they're all just like really different expressions, and they're all just a lot of fun. And and that's I I love pisco because it's so weird. Um, you never you, you know like you expect something, but you kind of get something else on your palate. So it's it's um and then you can play with it. You know, like making different cocktails. It's a pump fake, man. Yeah, because it's like you're looking at it, and then it just gives this other direction. Right. Because I wouldn't have thought that the the aged pisco that three year in oak. Now I could taste American oak. Though. Right. That all makes sense, but I didn't realize it would come across so caramelly. Yeah, it's you know. delicious. But it feels like it's the sugar from the distill, not the barrel. Totally. Which is really, totally. really cool. I mean, yeah. that's something that's that's kind of a crowd pleaser. It's very, it's very It's really awesome. And then the overproof, I mean, which is like so fun. And that's what I like. You can tell when I like, I mean, even now when I go out and account, I like sample people on it. Yeah. And you see people's faces and like, like you either read through their eyes that they really like it or their mouth is like, oh, I hate it. Or so like, it's a really <laughs> yeah. fun experience. And then like you would know, like when I sold lots of different products, I would know like, not to bring this type of product yeah, to somebody. Yeah, you have to read people. Yeah, um, you know, so it's, it's. I think that's the fun part of like sales and then selling alcohol is like reading people and and also like making somebody think that what, like changing their, changing their mind, you know? Yeah. Like they're like, oh, well, I don't like mezcal. And then they try my mezcal, but it's like weird because they're like, well, I like tequila, but I don't like mezcal. I'm like, well, just try it. I'm like, do you drink bourbon? Do you drink scotch? Right. Like- you just, know. just live a little. 
Yeah, it's like the people who are like, I can only have Tito's because it's gluten-free. And it's like, Uh, everything's gluten-free, you know? Yeah, you got to love that. (laughs) The things things that people think they know about spirits. I love that. Love it. Oh, well, gin gives me headaches. Right. Uh, It's really Mm, the same as the vodka you're drinking. What might it be? Uh, Orange peel? No, you drink orange juice all the time. Not real (laughs) sure exactly. I'm allergic to oranges. Just kidding. I don't like them. It's like those people. Dude, I'm allergic to gin. Uh huh. Well, self diagnosis is yeah. a big thing. Or so. maybe no, you're not. You're, or maybe no, you're not. Yeah, you, but you can't. You know, right. you, you. I want to. There's so many times. Yeah, my like, friend, oh, you're actually full of shit. Right. Like, yeah, my friend was saying that she was making when she's a bartender gin bloody marys, and people were like, "These are the best best bloody marys I've ever had." Because her dad, yeah, her dad liked gin more, so yeah. she was like, didn't realize it was the first bartending gig. She didn't realize that it was actually a vodka base. Oh. So she had been selling gin, Bloody Marys to everyone and they loved it, you know, like. It's incredible. Yeah, I mean, and that's, you know, full circle of our portfolios that like we do weird shit and it's so exciting to work for a company from that like, and trolling around with like four, I think I was one girl to four guys or five guys. So like, I'm really, in the liquor business, the beer business, it's it's boys town, you know, which is like being. Does that ever bug you? Um. You seem like you can hold your own. I, I think room, like you know? only sometimes, you know, like, well, my emotions really like take over and then, you know, um, it's putting it back to business versus yeah. it being like personal. Um, but it's definitely a boy's town. I think it's more exciting because like, you know, like I, I like being one of the guys and like being part of the gang, but at the same There's time, always a like, line though, right? yeah, but then at the same time, it's like, I totally love being like a female in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and especially like being around, like my dad always says, you surround yourself with like people or people who you aspire to be like. So, you know, being in the industry with like Carly Donovan and Katie class and, mm-hmm. Um, I mean, a bunch of other amazing, like Madeline Kay, yeah. you know, Miss Speedrack, Texas. So it's, I think it's the trajectory of like women in the industry and Jessica Lee, who's like starting an absent distillery outside of yeah. Bastrop, oh, yeah. you know, uh, so it's like. Dire, air, airship, they're dialect. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that dialect, I think name. it's derelict. derelict. No, her, I think it's derelict. Yeah. yeah. Derelict. Um, but there's a lot of. And, w- and women bar owners, you know, like I Gina guess. from CU29 or, yeah. you know, um, Brenna from Indian Roller. And so there's a lot of, I think it's like new and embarking like women in the market and in the field, yeah. and, and it, which is exciting, you know, um, and being one of those women, especially like, like I said, I don't think I have like the full spectrum of where this opportunity is really going to take me, but I mean, if I'm you right. were to if you were to guess, right? So, because let's paint it real quick. Sure. You know anthropology. You were in beauty pageant. Sorry, <laughs> I had to throw that out there. Yeah. <laughs> You're in choir, in sales, in multiple different industries. You're working behind the bar, working as a waitress, and working in distribution. I mean, your resume is just fucking ornate. It's kind yeah. of right. And then now you're working with this beautiful collection with Cadmore of Compier, Banez, the Mascal, the Pisco, Circle C, and then. So much more. I mean, there's yeah. so many other who things. Know, yeah, who knows? And about so cider, knows, we just launched a cider yeah, from like a uh, Brittany, cider. France. Yeah, it's amazing. It's 100% apple juice. So um, but where does that mean? Like, if this, you know, taking a step back and saying, sure. okay, I'm going to be 30 soon, right? Right. I'm much older than you, so that's all right. <laughs> I can say that. But what is it that you really want to do? I mean... Not Take that over you're the not world, doing well, like, pinky sure. in the brain. Um, no, I mean same thing we do every night. Right. Yeah, 
Um, I mean, in a perfect world, I don't know. Like, I have no idea. Like, I never would have thought that I would be, you know, waking up, drinking coffee, sending emails, hitting the streets, Mm. staying out late at bars and making new friends. Um, I mean, I think, like, my my bigger picture, like, what I've always wanted to do is, like, have a music venue space and, like, food and beverage. And, like, this would be a great tier and, like, yeah. throwing liquor into that. But I think, like, with where this is going and hitting the streets and me loving, you know, being out and making new friends or, like, making new accounts and painting the town orange with Combier and now yeah. Benyez, Um I mean, I, I would love to eventually, like, be a partner with these guys or invest, you know, back into the company. I think there's a lot of awesome things happening where like if if we could take what you know is happening like in in the co-op in you know Oaxaca or the Brittany France for our cider if where we could do something like on in the states where it would be like a, a farm that we eventually like make our own like beer off of it or like something like that um I mean I definitely like the sustainability behind um you know, farming has always been a passion of mine, but I don't know how that would like translate into like alcohol and and Every maybe food like, is just waiting to be turned yeah, into a distillate. That's how I look at I, life now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I would love to like the loquats mm-hmm. um, around town, the little trees that have the orange blossoms yeah. in the summer. Um, I used to live next to this amazing tree that, and so we would make like loquat preserve, and oh, yeah. it's the only thing that you don't have to add the pectin to. Um, so you can make really great brandy and all that good stuff out of it. So, I mean, I don't think I have like the chemistry passion and, you know, to make something, but I, I think know. sometimes you um, just got to feel it. Yeah. I think like maybe eventually, like if I could take over the world with like events and throwing epic parties for on the behalf of Catanor Imports and yeah. like doing like sponsoring like music festivals or ACL. I mean, like really that would be amazing if we could eventually, like that's probably like my bigger, greater goal is like if we could be a sponsor, like Miller Lite is yeah. for ACL with like Catanoir Imports or Bagnaz. Um, and then, the, you know, giving product and like contributions back to the people who are, you know, our blood, sweat and tears and making our product. I think that would be like full circle of a great concept. But Take a little... Yeah. A lot. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know how that would like translate into this job opportunity, but if I know eventually like we'll be doing uh, like a, a rosé where we're going to donate back to like women's causes. Um, wow. So that'll be fun. Like 2017 where we'll have like a limited edition rosé where like some of the proceeds go back to, um, and we're thinking of like pairing with like speed rack because obviously they have more charitable contributions Mm -hmm. and you know, like it would be more like smaller kind of like barman's fund, how he chooses charities that way. And that way, you know, like when you are donating, you know where your money is going to, you can say like, yeah, I gave it to, um, you know, so-and-so and and I helped support, you know, their battle with X, Y, Z or, you know, so like creating the community, I think is however I could get this into a community based like network would I think be like, what would that be would awesome. be it. Yeah. Be phase two. Yeah. Phase two. Yeah. Well, it's been, man, it's been brilliant tasting through this stuff. Sometimes I feel like if I, if I got paid for this, it would be the best job. Right. <laughs> but right. it doesn't mean, I love it. Love yeah. It. So the labor of love, you know, exactly. Like, yeah. It's, it's amazing getting to learn about the story of Cad. So you, I, I catch you saying a couple different ways. So tell me exactly how to say Cad. I mean, that's why. Cad like, Noir. Cad Noir. Cad Noir. Cad Noir. Right. I mean, I think that 
my mitten Michigan like slang, like yeah. also like the dialect for me makes it hard to translate. But I think <laughs> I think like phonetically yeah. it would be cadnoir. Cadnoir. Um, but I say cadenoir because ah. I think I think people like need to hear it where it like kind of bounces. It, yeah, and or I, I mean like that's eventually like we'll probably either redo that so people can understand what we're saying because yeah. that's like though you never like in, in giving a pitch or like selling a product or like any type of experience like you going in and like feeling like you're an idiot is really awful so like sure. we wouldn't want to make people feel stupid for trying to just say like pronounce oh, right. our, exactly. you know what i mean yeah. so like it's finding that really good balance of like being a brand and being a concept and then like having it be easy for people to say which like you're saying you know it's like what what is it i'm like to be honest like my my boss should just like every time someone asks me, I just need to play that. Yeah. Um. But I'm not really sure because I'm not French. I'm not either. But, um, it, but yeah, because it's got a couple different. I'd be things, like, but Cad Noir. Because it's yeah, I don't know. Oh, and I think Quantro even has the Noir, t- um, different like the label right? label. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's well, C-A-D-R-E. Noir makes sense, right? Cad Noir. Yeah. Cad Noir. Yeah. I think it just is like it rolls into itself. But for me, because I think people don't understand me. Um, when I talk either because I'm like talking too fast or my uh, my letters run into one another right. like I you know like smitten yeah. or mitten mm-hmm. or um, so they're rounded yeah so saying it slowly and enunciating the D for me I think makes people understand what I'm saying but it's um, I, it's something that we're gonna work well, on we you guys look <laughs> you guys will get there and I will do everything I can because this is wonderful stuff and Having something that is cost-effective and pretty versatile. I mean, you've got so many different aspects of flavor yeah. across the, the label here, across yeah. the portfolio. It's been really, really cool chatting, and I had no idea you were such an Austin native. Uh, kind of. Yeah. Well, I mean, still <laughs> 2009, now, right? right? That's yeah. pretty good. I mean, so, it's almost seven years, which is crazy. It's pretty good. But it's good running into you. And yeah. I, you know, I appreciate you know you inviting me out here. Oh, it's been sure. awesome. So I mean, if you ever need anything or yeah. want drinks... <laughs> That's Take good. your wife hold out. Hold on, let me yeah. give my note. You can hold me. That. Yeah, you can hold me accountable to that. <laughs> likewise, likewise. Thanks so much. Justin. Yeah, thank Ciao. you. Well, there we have it. What do you guys think? Jessica has a great portfolio of products. I sometimes have the luxury of sipping through multiple bottles in these interviews. And I got to tell you, I feel pretty lucky. The Bonas Mezcal, a liter, 42%. It's quite nice. It's good for cocktails. This isn't a commercial per se, but... It, not a lot of people are bringing in a mezcal and a liter. Of course, Combier is a standard for so many of us. And some other great pisco, such as Control C, some aged virgins of that taste. Really, really interesting. And I hope you guys get to taste this stuff from Caron Noir importers. So thanks, everybody, for listening to Show de Vie with Mike G. No matter when you're thinking about cleaning that cobweb off your old bass guitar or recording some new intro songs for your podcast, please keep dancing. <laughs>